Welcome to the Grain of Salt podcast. We're talking The Spectacular Spider-Man, episodes 10 through 13, the end of season one, and the first half of the show. I'm Hank, and with me, who always is Ben. Yo. What a... We got, we got a Venom arc. Yeah, we, got we a, did. We got a black costume. Dude, it was... Venomark. It hit so good. As I mentioned... After I finished, it took all of my willpower to not just watch all of season two. <laughs> like I was so, <laughs> I was so ready to just absorb everything. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. As someone who's obsessed with Venom and seen a lot of versions of this stuff, it's kind of the best one. <laughs> it was very good. The only like they did, a, they did a really good job. The only thing that I found, like, maybe maybe I just wasn't reading into it enough in earlier episodes, or maybe I it, it's, like, a part of the character that I just didn't recognize and, and don't know about, but uh, sure, it seems like Eddie Brock really went from, like, zero to a hundred. Like, well, they've, they've been building that over the, the series, but it, this version of Eddie is a complete invention of this show. Okay, because like Eddie Brock is not friends with Peter. Yeah, in uh, he's just another. Originally, he's just another photographer or reporter. Might have he might have been originally been a reporter, because he gets he basically gets busted for he writes a story about the Sin Eater, but then it turns out that he wrote about a copycat Sin Eater, Spider Man breaks the real one and he loses his job and then gets the symbiote but he has like no eddie brock has no personal connection to peter gotcha actually. so the personal connection thing is an idea that gets introduced in ultimate spider-man which is like the early 2000s version of like just rebooting the character and the and and all of marvel in like a new universe with more modernized stuff yeah and then a lot of that stuff gets used. So, like, a lot of those elements got used in the uh, MCU movies. And uh, eventually Miles Morales comes out of the Ultimate Universe after Peter dies. Mm-hmm. But um, but originally, that was it was just straight up Peter Parker Spider-Man stories. And they just did a thing where, where when Eddie Brock gets introduced, he gets introduced as someone who Peter knew like that their, their parents were scientists together. Like that, I, that idea comes from there that their parents knew each other. Gotcha. But, um, but even in the ultimate comics, like that, none of that's a thing until the story where Eddie Brock and Venom become a thing and, and the, and the, the suit are introduced. There's no, no foreshadowing any of that. So this idea of, like the the other the '90s Spider-Man cartoon did, did seed Eddie Brock uh, before he becomes Venom, so he, that thing is kind of from that. But this this thing of like seeding him as a person who knows Peter Parker is pretty original to this version. Okay. Yeah. And like <clears throat> the the cl- in like the the Raimi movie, it's like he's just like evil Peter Parker, but like no connection to him. Yeah. Yeah, just, I guess, like, obviously I could see, you know, 
like how they were building up to this, but mm-hmm. it seemed like there was it, the build up that they had was like him being a decent person and just really being betrayed with what Peter did. And well, then, he's like and really then, reckless early on, like I guess when I didn't remember doing that. the uh, the the lizard thing. He's just like instantly ready to be bait and ready to throw himself in front of of stuff. Yeah, that's like his his death wish stuff. Yeah, and then he just he just um, it's it only comes out like by the end of this when he's talking about how like jealous he is of Peter having on May and how he was alone. Like that's only, it only kind of comes all together in retrospect mm-hmm. of why, I guess why uh, he takes some of these particular slights so hard. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, the he thing does with... go from, from seeming like Pete's, like nice older brother type friend to being a complete psychopath <laughs> dude like Very the quickly. thing that yeah when he when he like takes mary jane on the on the motorcycle yeah. i'm like what the fuck just happened like this like obviously these emotions didn't come out of nowhere but like doing something like this certainly feels like it kind of did but yeah that was i mean like it's i was just like wondering about yeah, it a yeah, bit yeah. but this was like uh-huh. all this shit was so good though um yeah like because if anything you're like as anyone who's familiar with it you're like waiting for him to turn into a piece yeah. of shit yeah 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 um like the 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 part where he's like seems decent and nice is like this is wrong what is <laughs> um so i guess starting with uh with episode 10 is the is the chameleon imitating Spider-Man? Is that like out of really old school Spider-Man? At all? Yes. Cause like I'm pretty pretty sure. When his when he was using like <laughs> suction cups on the fingers and his shoes had like springs in them, I'm like, this seems like some sixties comic nonsense. <laughs> like I could perfectly picture it being in a, a really old strip. Uh, yeah, I think the like Spider-Man pointing meme is oh hell yeah. I don't remember if it's chameleon yeah. specifically, but Close it's definitely enough. like the reason that it meme exists is it's someone pretending to be Spider-Man. Like, gotcha. It's, it's this story basically. I did like the. I liked all that nonsense where he's like, yeah, I'm the real Spider-Man. He just has the dude, like, looking behind him, like, oh, there's a dude coming. Like, oh, my spider. <laughs> what did he fucking call it? <laughs> my spider intuition or whatever nonsense. Oh, my arachnid. remember. Whatever. Some arachnid warning sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My off-brand. Oh, it was so good. And he has, like, yeah, the springs and all the, like, wonky shit. Yeah, so good. Like he doesn't shoot webbing; he shoots like a a net, fucking a hook with like yeah. two spikes on it. Yeah, and he has like spiderweb bags. Yeah, the fucking <laughs> the the money bags made out of, out of fake webs. Oh, it's so good. Uh huh. Uh, Black Cat was also great. Yes, I 
Did she appear at all in the Sam Raimi films? No. Okay. I guess uh, I'm probably I was probably like in my memory because I know the character exists vaguely. Um, mm-hmm. I suppose I was mingling like that character with just the the classic like Spider Man kiss scene. Like, sure. Or maybe I saw this one somewhere if someone posted a a panel or something, mm-hmm. but I did yeah. recognize it. I was pretty, you know. Was a good little Black Hat little is bit. Black Hat is was introduced in comics around the same time as I think when he, he was Spider Man started wearing the black suit. Like it was that same same era. Gotcha. That character was introduced, and she's just Catwoman, the Batman character, except like with more cleavage. Like I that's mean, really okay. A- <laughs> so a straight fucking upgrade. I got you. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Um, let me see. I have to find her. Her like comics outfit. Oh boy. <laughs> um. Like it's just straight neckline. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm ready. Uh, I can't find it. Gotta find a good image. I mean, some of these Wikipedia images are pretty. Some of them are yeah. very tame, but I, I mean, I can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're finding like more modern images, will be yeah. probably. Oh, i give or take. Like I'm sorry. Where the uh? Okay, I'm gonna. There's, uh, Marvel Magniverse, Black Cat art by Tommy <laughs> Atsuka. Holy shit. I we need I'm gonna read this for reasons. What the hell? It's Where's like parents? it's like anime tits, but Oh, she's older than I thought, actually. She was first in Spider Man issue one ninety four. It's a little bit older than I remembered. Yeah, one of these Wikipedia pictures is very uh like clearly, <laughs> clearly old. <laughs> oh yeah, you like that's, that anime one? That's that's taking it up to uh, eleven for sure. Got to look into this fucking Magniverse thing. Who first drew her? Okay, so she was introduced in the Mark Marv Wolfman era, so that's earlier than I thought. Hmm. It's just those '90s artists really like to draw her. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> they, I'm sure. They really, I'm sure. They really, they really took to that one. But yeah, she's much, she's like more reasonable. And she's the same thing as, uh, like her big thing is she doesn't give a shit about Peter Parker. <laughs> like, she would rather have no idea who is under that mask. Gotcha. She just, she's into Spider-Man. <laughs> okay. It's kind of their, their dynamic. In the... Weirdly, in the 90s cartoon, like, Black Cat doesn't show up till, like, the very end of the series, and it's, like, she gets... I think she has to do with, like, the Super Soldier program, like, recreating the Super Soldier serum. 
It's not um, to like the very end of the series, but Felicia Hardy is a character from the very beginning. <laughs> She's like the first Peter Parker love interest is Felicia Hardy in that show, which is weird. Which is her, uh, her normal identity. Uh, <laughs> uh, which we don't even get in this episode. We do not. We just see her as Black Cat. Yeah, which is fine. Since that, again, that, like, Black Cat, Spider-Man, Black Cat, like, fun, thinking the idea of him taking his mask off is gross is, like, probably the best version of that character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the... But yeah, so Peter tries to stop Black Cat from stealing the ooze while he's, like, being a creeper, just trying to get a look at the mm-hmm. alien symbiote. And uh, he inadvertently ends up stealing it because it globs onto his foot. Yeah. Uh, and also he's like, I'll go get it to who he thinks is Kurt Connors there. But that turns out to be the chameleon who was also there to steal it. <laughs> um, the chameleon there also played by Stephen J. Bloom doing dumb Russian accent. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, <laughs> it's pretty spicy. Uh huh. Um, and Chameleon has his crew of Quentin Beck and Phineas Mason, who are also Spider-Man villains. Uh, they will like probably... real villains or like, like yeah, super villains. Quentin Beck is Mysterio. Oh. Phineas Mason is the tinkerer. Wait. Like Mysterio from uh ho- Homecoming? Far, far from, from home. Yes. Why the far from home, yes. It took so yes. there it zero it cost it would have cost them zero dollars to not put home in both of those titles. I'm just saying. No, it's all about putting home is gonna be in all those movies. It's just they got to make four movies that all have home in the title. It's their Spider-Man mission. Spider-Man Three: Home on the Range. <laughs> anyway, Spider-Man Five: Close to Home. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you know what you do: Spider-Man Five, uh, Close to Home, and then you do Spider-Man Six, Too Close to Home. <laughs> Hell yeah. Too close to comfort. Spider Man home. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, naturally, Spider Man home alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. It's just a, just a straight rip. Anyway. Spider Man home alone to Pig in the City. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so now that chameleon's not getting paid uh he comes up with a new idea of imitating spider-man so he's got all these gizmos made by beck and the mason to imitate spider-man's powers and they start robbing banks and then peter parker spider-man winds up his costume is suddenly black and he's like wait what yeah. Uh and he's mad about someone 
that a someone else's some Spider-Man's like robbing a bank and also somebody immediately sent photos to Jameson for free and Jameson doesn't think twice about it. He's just like, <laughs> they were free. That's so good. <laughs> um I think we touched on it maybe a little in the last thing like the last uh, group of episodes but i really love mm-hmm. how they kind of slid into the the uh, uh jonah jameson like hating spider-man or disliking spider-man like because mm-hmm. of the stuff with his son was a very yeah. good i don't know if i if i've seen any iterations like that i feel like all the stuff i've read like we already come in and that <laughs> that dislike is hot and heavy already for me anyway yeah but it was a it's a nice transition that hatred is always there there it like the the space shuttle thing though is not original to this show i i figured well because you said the venom and space thing is yeah it's like i mean yeah the venom and space thing is made up for the other show yeah um yeah yeah, free pictures. Yeah. Also, in original comics, Jameson was more like like a supervillain, because <laughs> uh, he like hire he like hires a spider slayer robot to kill Spider Man pretty early on. On, f- <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> hell yeah! It's like a and it's like a robot with a bunch of like TVs that all have Jameson's face on them. <laughs> it's like the the classic image. I mean, even in just that <laughs> fucking comic we read, it, he was it was it Doctor Doom? Yeah. Just invites him. He's like, "Yeah, he'll unite everyone and fuck up Spider-Man oh, yeah. too, probably." I guess it's not a lot. Of, I guess it's just the one TV screen. It's the classic image. I'm misremembering. Here you go. Here's. Spider Slayer. Hit me with it. Oh shit, like he ordered a robot suit. <laughs> no, God. that's just him like on the TV. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, that's wild. What a design. Dude, yeah. the early... Just so wonky. I love it. Yeah, it's... That's Steve Ditko for you. It's funny because like that style is like the style of co- comics for Peter through high school, basically. And then the artist, the first artist change comes with John Romita Senior taking over, like basically when Peter goes to college, and suddenly everyone is just much more attractive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I don't it's mean, like more conventionally, more conventionally handsome. I don't know what your college experience was like. But kind of without joking, that's what mine was like. But that's probably the uh, side effect of coming from a fucking village in the middle of nowhere and going to a city (laughs) where there's more people. Anyway. Anyway, so then there's a big rich person party boat for the mayor... Is she the Marriott, or is she running for mayor? I don't 
I honestly could not she tell. She has you. like this fancy tiger necklace right, for some yeah, reason. Big old. She's borrowing. Big old. So Black Cat wants to steal that. Obviously. Oh, naturally. But uh, she's like, Spider Man, let's work together to stop this evil Spider Man from robbing this boat. I don't. I just want to do this out of the goodness of my heart, clearly. <laughs> uh, they do that. It, there are two Spider-Men there, so that proves that Spider-Man wasn't the one robbing the banks, because the real Spider-Man's wearing this black costume now. And through banter, Jameson recognizes who the real Spider-Man is by getting mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> just like instantly infuriated it's like see that's how you know I'm real <laughs> uh, I like when Chameleon puts on his like energy glove and then goes spider punch it was a good moment him like I mean his just like <laughs> shitty everything yeah. I don't know it felt it had like a similar vibe to like the uh the play in Last Airbender when they're uh-huh. doing like all the shitty things <laughs> like yeah, to yeah, demonstrate the bending. players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what did he, I I forget exactly what he does. He does I forget if he was like demonstrating his strength but like faking it or something. I don't know. But just like see how could I not be the real Spider-Man? And it's just like <laughs> the worst dialogue. <laughs> just the worst. I think he kicks someone with his like extendo boot, his like jump pad yeah. thing kicking them farther or something. That and the the fact that like he takes the entire boat like hostage. Like just mm-hmm. nobody's willing to do anything. Or come on, guys. Come on. Look, he hit... They, they come at him, and he just... He bats him away. The big thing is um, they drug all the cops, though. That's why there's no one to stop him. Uh, Mysterio's handing out demitas. I mean, whatever. now we're... And then all the cops are asleep. <laughs> I mean, now we're we're just at, like, a, a situation, you know? Like, how many toddlers do you think you could fight off? Like, how many average citizens do you think the chameleon could fight off? <laughs> it's Spider-Man, though. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. How many citizens do you think clearly the real Spider-Man could fight off? How many? I mean, how many fucking rich people are willing to fight for themselves to risk their lives? Um, huh? Huh? Uh? I don't know. Probably like at least a couple. Yeah, but Spider-Man shows up. It's not like they yeah. get away. It's, yeah, not like that, yeah, yeah. it's not like that whole situation is completely played out either. Um, big, and then at the end, so the cops are like, Spider-Man did not rob that bank. And then Peter and Black Cat are together. He's like, man, we make a great team. You did a good job. And she like kisses him, but then is clearly looking at the fucking thing she stole, the tiger necklace, and then disappears. I mean... And Peter is an idiot, <laughs> and easily manipulated. What do you mean easily, like, <laughs> bruh? 
fucking <laughs> black cat shows up all boobed up and ready to put her tongue down my throat like take the diamond <laughs> i don't give a shit i mean uh, so our next episode <laughs> yeah 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 the the fucking jailbreak of the century it's pretty fucking good um cuz like the idea of then just going straight into the sinister 6 it's pretty brilliant, honestly, uh, and I didn't didn't know if they would would go there. That they get back, bring back Electro, Doc Ock, Vulture, Sandman, Rhino, and Shocker. Like all have a uh, a big jailbreak that Doc Ock has organized along with, like talking to Hammerhead, um, basically just specifically. To bust all those supervillains out of jail to then team up to fight Spider-Man. Like that's their whole their whole mission. Yeah. Uh, and like all of them except for Electro are in like prison prison. And Electro's been in therapy. But uh, the only person who wrote him while he was <laughs> while he was yeah. in prison was Doc Ock, apparently. Um you know, Tiger Connors, what are you doing? Uh, so, look, and he, he likes to be called Electro now. He doesn't he, want to be called Max. He said Doctor Connors said he would find a cure. He didn't say that he would give a shit about his <laughs> mental wellness. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they all they all get together and they show up in the in the middle of the street while Aunt May and uh, Mary Jane's aunt are going to see a play. As you do. And that's bad. And then... Uh, Spider-Man hurries them out of the way, and then Aunt May has a heart attack, because she's a dinosaur. Yeah, skeleton. I mean... Pretty classic situation. Like, supervillain lands <laughs> yeah. in front of you, and uh, suddenly... My heart! I mean, she and, was feeling peckish. And Peter was like, no, go to the theater. Fucking do it. You need to have fun. I Can't. mean, she had fun. <laughs> the whole day. Oh, no. Destroyed. Too much excitement. Too much. <laughs> I mean, dude. Overstimulation. Look at fucking Aunt May. Too much excitement could be a supervillain landing in front of you, or it could be like someone getting the, the price right on the prices right. <laughs> <laughs> She was one she was one wrong wheel spin away from fucking losing it all. Which is weird because they don't like if you just look at how she's drawn in the show, like she doesn't seem ancient, but she acts mm -hmm. old as hell. Mm hmm True. We need to, uh, we need She to... still acts younger than like every other I mean, Aunt May every previous Aunt May performance up to the point that this show came out. I mean, personally, I think they should <laughs> they should like turn it around, you know. Instead of having her look younger but act older, like just turn her into an ancient gilf, like just <laughs> a, a thousand years old, but she's like going out clubbing. I'm for it. Uh huh. <laughs> 
instead of Spider-Man having a curfew, he has to, like, worry about Aunt May, like, hitting up strip clubs at, like, three in the morning <laughs> on a school night. <laughs> he has to get a second job to pay for her drug habit. <laughs> She's not worried about bills. She's in like serious gambling debt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. The dream. Different vibes. Different vibes. <laughs> oh yeah. So, black costume Spider-Man has to fight the the Sinister Six, and like the the initial idea is like he tries to punch Vulture's backpack just like he did last time, and it doesn't work this time. Yeah. Just hurts his hand. Uh, that like they've come. Doc Ock has now. He's now outthought Spider Man. Like they're they're all prepared <laughs> for it, the ways they were all defeated last time. Yeah. Well, um, he even I mean, he tells us pretty yeah, directly. He specifically <laughs> says us none of the ways you defeat us before will work again, Some... which is not really true, but it's you know. That's the thought that counts. Uh, Peter finds himself out over, a little overwhelmed and runs away into the sewer. And we get the hilarious uh, Rhino going, I can't, I'll go good in tunnels. <laughs> and then they they hop down there and like Electro is like, it's, it's great you can control your electricity, but also you're fucking firing off blasts in a small tunnel. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and then and Sandman's like, I go too. I'm turning into Mud Man over here, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> melting. Oh, <laughs> uh, great stuff, funny. So Peter gets home and like takes a nap. Goes to take a nap, and he's like, I wish, I wish I could just wake up tomorrow and the Sinister Six were defeated. That would be great. That was such and, a good uh, a good bit, I guess. Leading, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You see it coming, but it's so great. He, yeah, so he has no idea Aunt May had a heart attack, and then the symbiote, like, basically starts puppeting his body while he's asleep and goes out to find the uh, the Sinister Six. And, and it's really funny how, like, well, yeah, but it's funny how, like, bad it is at first at fighting. Like, it just, like he just, like, falls on the ground, like, <laughs> limp after his first thing. So, like, they just grab him, and then, like... And there's, like, a shot of, like, it, like, looking really scared. It's not until... I think it's, like... It's not until, like, someone talks about, like, peeling the symbiote... Like, the suit from his skin or something that the symbiote gets really bad. Um, But there's a great bit where, like, after the commercial break, where Doc Ock is holding Spider-Man, he's like, Rhino, you won the coin toss! Will you impale his heart on your horn or simply Im- crush his skull? Well, I'm going to impale like, him. Oh, impale sounds good. <laughs> good um, And then the symbiote, like, does, like, a lash-out attack at... And then Electro's like, I'll get him! Because <laughs> he's a moron. Uh, and then blasting Sp- Spider-Man and Doc Ock. And then, like... We get our big fight, and we get good bits of the symbiote, like, getting the... Using the Sinister Six against each other. Yeah. where Because they have terrible synergy. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. My favorite is when he uses the rhino as a shield. <laughs> Dude, it's real good. I I I mean this is the I watched this I was so excited, but it was I can't remember all of that fight now. <laughs> it's been mm-hmm. been too long. Yeah. I just remember how like it was so good. Like yeah. just a nice And like the big thing is like there's no quipping. Yeah, yeah. It's just so, completely silent. And then I like and like whenever whenever uh the symbiote like falls down, like you just see Peter's body going like limp. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like so clearly being puppeted in that way. Mm-hmm. I think Doc Ock references the the lack of quipping, right? Yeah, he said, like, I knew you were be... trying when I... you stopped quipping. Yeah, yeah, like getting serious or whatever. Which is interesting. Uh, like, how much more could Spider-Man do if he stopped? No, it's not possible. Just not. <laughs> <laughs> not in his nature. <laughs> um, I really like, like, it's f- the way he beats, he actually beats Vulture is so like, no, you didn't actually solve this one. Because he just, instead of, like, punching his backpack, he, like, tears the things off his head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's so different. <laughs> it's completely different. What are yeah. you talking about? And then he, like, takes off his foot thing and throws it into Shocker's, one of Shocker's gauntlets. And so it starts freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, gets Sandman to attack through him into Shocker. And, like, Shocker's shockwaves, like, disrupt Sandman. There's a great bit where, like... The symbiote pulls off Shocker's gauntlet and, like, tosses it behind him yeah. to, like, keep Sandman out of it. That was... I was wondering, oh. like, is he just here permanently? Like, he's just trapped forever. <laughs> A pile of sand. <laughs> Until somebody moves the, the Shocker gauntlet and puts him back in jail or whatever. I can um, imagine that existence, though. <laughs> just on honest- Like, this is the thing of... He, like, gets behind Rhino and gets Electro and Shocker to hit Rhino at the same time. And then after, he's, like, just... Rhino's passed out, and he's just using Rhino to block, and Shocker's just like, <laughs> just keep shooting! <laughs> yeah. Just, just give it. It's too late now. Just keep going. I mean, he's, you know, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, at the end, after he's beaten everyone else, Ock... Then Ock shows his face. He's like, haha, my plan all along was just to tire you out so that I could get the killing blow. And then he's like, Your suit's interesting. I'm going to peel it, enjoy peeling it from your skin. And then that makes it to be really mad. And it's like about to stab Dr. Octopus with his own tentacle and murder him. Uh, but then the cops show up and are like, Spider Man, stop! And it runs away. And then. Pete eventually wakes up like, why did is everything why, hurt? Why am I beat to <laughs> shit? <laughs> I don't remember that bruise. Yeah. Uh and he's the fu- yeah. And then uh Mary Jane shows up at his door saying, Aunt May had a heart attack. We've been trying to c- call you, and the episode ends. Cause there's also there's also a moment of him. Blowing off a phone call from Gwen. I think it was. I think we don't need that. Yeah, yeah, he didn't want it. He starts saying "we." 
Right, right. Yeah, that that nice transition. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like how they, I mean, nice nice climb to like full venom. Yeah. Didn't feel didn't they feel have, too uh, drawn out or too fast. With, yeah, with the the four episodes give it a good give. So you have the three episodes to give the black suit arc. Uh, it's it's time, and then do Venom in the at the end. Yeah. Um. um yeah, so this is the Aunt May is in the hospital, and Peter is a dick episode. I mean, maybe she shouldn't have had a heart attack. Maybe his friend shouldn't <laughs> like. Maybe his friend shouldn't care so much about their friend's only family member having a heart attack. Like, that's on them. Honestly. All the girls who like Peter. Holy shit, yeah. The, <laughs> like, fucking uh, Mary Jane and Gwen and what's her name? Liz. Yeah. Just, like, rolling up. Like, Jesus Christ, Peter. Yeah. Unbelievable. And Liz goes hard, and then Gwen has to go harder. <laughs> Just unbelievable. Doesn't want to lose. Yeah. Uh, Who do you... And Peter's a jerk. It's, and then, uh, my favorite part of the whole thing is then when Flash Thompson is like, like, man, you, I, you're a jerk if like you're blowing off the people who actually care about you. Yeah. I love that. And then the, Peter's like, wait a minute. If Flash Thompson is making sense, something is wrong. What is yeah, happening? Dude, that's a that was a good good moment. <laughs> yeah. It was a great uh like Flash Thompson. I I mean even <laughs> even if it's like so uh the ratio is so skewed, I'm just maybe because I've you know, media for the often still and maybe it's getting better but for a long time like you know the jock is just the jock and like mm -hmm. that never changes except you know that's like at least in my experience like that's pretty fucking unrealistic so the fact that they let him like he's not just that single characteristic like let him be a person like oh it's so good it's it's a, right. it just pleases me immensely so i love that and like i mean a, there's the part where as big a jerk as Flash Thompson is, he's a huge spy. He's the biggest Spider-Man fan. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you know he's good. That's how you know he's good. <laughs> um, but I'll, like again, in comics, it's like later on, like in college, like Flash and Peter just end up becoming friends because if you're gonna keep that like this character in in Peter's life as he grows up, it can't be the fucking high school bully to him. Yeah. <laughs> forever. Yeah. Um. Instead, you give him subplots about alcoholism. So, um, or losing his legs in Afghanistan, and um, then becoming Venom. You know, ugh. normal shit. Or Flash Thompson. I mean, uh, I you know I'll skip. I was gonna make. I was deciding between a a joke about like the next iteration of that being like him being a Trump supporter and an anti-vaxxer, but I, I don't have the energy. No, no, then he becomes um, anti-venom. Like white it, venom? Well, f yes, but first Eddie <laughs> Brock became anti-venom. And then they make Brock venom again, and then Flash Thompson becomes anti-venom. Like, mm. 
at ridiculous. some point. Uh, uh, so important comics. question. Sure. If you can, because obviously you've you've already seen this and you have extensive experience uh, with with these characters and whatnot. But if you can try to take yourself back to a time when that was not so much the case, of these three women rolling up with Peter, who do you want him to be with? That's the big question. I myself, who do I want him to be with? Yeah. I support Gwen all the way. Yeah, that's fair. I think for where those characters are currently, Gwen makes the most sense for Peter. I mean, look at this guy. Basically, Mary Jane is too good for him. You're not wrong. (laughs) You're not not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I love this. I love this version of Gwen. Like when this show came out, this was the best version of Gwen Stacy I'd seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they let her be Spider Man, and that was better. But <laughs> dude, I had a so I I I need to look at it again. That some of those the the Spider Gwen comics are a bit of a blur at this point. But sure, like when uh, when the stuff with Venom is going on and like, it turns out he's bumping to the music and they, they start grooving. Uh, I like had my own moment with that this morning and I had no idea what the hell was going on for the first time in my life. I woke up with like a screaming headache and mm. like some loud noises started happening and that actually made the headache <laughs> better. <laughs> Like I had, huh. I, I turned on the coffee machine and started grinding super loud, and I'm like, "Why does my head not hurt now? What the hell is going on?" So yeah, weird. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, Gwen is like I, and you know it <laughs> pays off in the end, so far, but uh-huh. yeah, Gwen Gwen deserves it. She won. <laughs> She wants it the most, also. <laughs> it's clearly. I mean, so uh... I forget. I'll be real. I forget what happens between that interaction. Does he like? Is that like what leads into the fucking ten out of ten mind battle with Uncle Ben? Or does he get to? Yeah. Or do we get the church? No. After thing first. After after Flash, that's when he's like, "What's going on? Mm-hmm. The symbiote's affecting me." I think then he goes to the, he winds up in the church like directly after. Which that. was clearly stolen directly from the Sam Raimi movie. From <laughs> <laughs> the original comic. Clearly stolen from girl. the original concept <laughs> used for the Sam Raimi film. <laughs> so. Uh huh. Um. I mean, the big difference is in this version, Eddie Brock never dresses up like a priest. <laughs> Does he do that in the original or in the Sam Raimi film? In the, in the comic. You could have told me either one. I would have believed you. <laughs> There's like, a, like he like webs up Peter in inside the bell, and then he's like dressed up as a Venom priest. A like, Venom priest. We're like, Hell yeah. Well, he's like Eddie Brock in a priest uniform, but his uniform is clearly like Venom-ish. Gotcha. <laughs> Venom garb. 
Um, so yeah, so this, rather than just Peter easily, like, mind-winning his battle out of, with the symbiote and hitting a bell for the loud noise, we get this internal mind battle that also, like, revisits, we get our first version of the Uncle Ben death stuff in the show here. Yeah. Which I think is, is fine. Like, you can do, do that story, just don't, it's... I think it makes way more sense to do that story at a time that makes emotional sense for the plot rather than front-loading it. Yeah, like like um, here. Yeah, so I thought that that actually worked really well. I'm trying uh, to... Okay, here we go. Because, uh, like, in the in the 90s cartoon, they, like, just... It's, like, the same thing except without any of the internal struggle. And just, like, <laughs> he hits the bell yeah. and then gets rid of it. GG. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Uncle Ben is great. Yes, really yes, enjoyed the version the, of Uncle Ben. The, I mean, both the character, the character himself, and also uh, voiced mm-hmm. really well. Like just the the presentation and everything. Very very good. Very enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it, but like I really dislike the. Uncle Ben in the Sam Raimi <laughs> Spider-Man movie. I um, <laughs> gun to my head. I could not tell you anything about him. It's just when he says, "With great power comes great responsibility." He has this smirk on his face. I hate it. <laughs> um. Yeah, but we get the we get the great with great power comes great responsibility thing. And like why Peter has feels compelled about this stuff. It's also interesting, just like that we get a lot of like Spider-Man origin stuff, but like the symbiote is inserting itself, so that like it was always there. Yeah, which yeah. I think is like also an interesting way to do it. To like that you're not just technically you're not just getting the same old version; it's this like corrupted version. Mm-hmm. Um. And I always love to get to see Spider-Man in the wrestling ring. That's just always good. Always good. <laughs> oh, that's pulling. I I mean, I guess I should have known. <laughs> yeah, that's that's classic. Again, my favorite version is just is um in the Marvel Adventures Spider-Man, where it's just like a single panel of him holding a wrestler over his head, saying, "And then I was a jerk," to like <laughs> summarize that period of his life. And then I was a jerk. I, I, that does sound familiar. Maybe you had shown it to me or something. I definitely told you about it before because I love it so much. Um, uh, the other thing is, uh, and he lost his job because of the suit getting symbiote getting stolen, and they the, lost their they funding. No longer, they lost funding, so yeah. they no longer had to. You know, I'm surprised they even got the suit, considering all the shit that had gone down over there already. Um, I mean, look, if you're the government and someone accidentally creates, like, a fucking electro monster and then also (laughs) Uh creates a super lizard. Well, they don't know about the lizard one, right? Ah. The electro, uh, how much, like, how many of the things is pu- are public is one thing. Also, I guess. 
Wouldn't both of those be but public? Let... Possibly. It's not public that there's nothing to tie Lizard to the lab. Like, Peter is clear about that when he turns his photo. Like, when he gets revealed that he took the photos of it. Hmm. It's like there was nothing, no, there was no evidence tying that back to the lab. Electro, 100% tied to that lab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no getting around that one. I mean, still, that's enough. If I were a yeah. government, I'd be interested. <laughs> yeah. I'd be looking into some, there should be some oversight. This. <laughs> Yeah. There, was, there was nothing, and they got the the alien goop. Uh, so that's cool. with like no guards. <laughs> There's no security on that. Um. Yeah. So Eddie's all mad about that. I forget if he's like. Right. No, that's when. So Peter brings the alien suit. <laughs> After he gets it off, he like puts it in a web bag, brings it back to LSU to destroy it. Then Eddie shows up there, sees him, and he's like, oh, "You brought it back! I can get my job back." And Peter's like, "No, I have to destroy it." And he like freezes it. It's like that's the end of that chapter. Yeah, and leaves. And Eddie's mad, and then the symbiote like is fine. It breaks out of the ice. Yeah, it does. Peter literally. Peter fucked that one up. That one's on Peter. You fucked that up. You did not double double tap, tap, dude. What are you doing? What are you doing? So then the symbiote bonds with Eddie, who now hates Peter and Spider Man, and he's like, "Peter is Spider Man. I don't have two enemies. I have one." They made Spider Man his enemy very. Very quickly in this, though, but yeah. Oh, you got it. Got to get it moving. You can't. Yeah, we got we got shit to do. Yeah. We only got one episode for Venom. <laughs> um. So yeah, next episode, we get Eddie Brock as Venom, and we get like my favorite. The thing that I love about Venom as a Spider-Man villain is. He just want. He's just there to fucking be annoying. <laughs> Such a. He's he's like a troll who's docks Peter. He's yeah. Just like, it, Peter's spider sense doesn't work. It's just Venom hanging out behind him. Like those. Anytime like, Peter shows up somewhere and just Eddie Brock's there. It's like oh, making Peter flip out. That shit is so good. Not after money. Not after power, just no, after Spider-Man. He just, he just hates Spider-Man and Peter, specifically. Yeah. And he's just there to, like, drive him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't suffered enough. And his design, too. Going from, yeah. going from like, just Spider-Man suit to, like, uh-huh. Hulk the fuck out. Good shit. Good yeah. shit. And the way he does, when they fight, he just completely physically outmatches him. Um, That's good shit. And like Peter's going to visit Aunt May in the hospital. Venom's there. Goes to. <laughs> uh, it's so good. I love it. 
It's a good time. And then there's the thing of Venom's like, we're good. We know who you love the most. Yeah. And Peter's like, it's Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor <laughs> Gwen. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, Peter Spence, like, Eddie did technically already go after Mary Jane. So, like, that, that why that thread would come up there makes sense, but... Yeah, but um, still... Also... <laughs> God. Poor, poor Gwen. She would be so disappointed if she knew. <sighs> um, Maybe Peter doesn't deserve anyone. I mean, there's that too. <laughs> Don't uh, do not disagree. <laughs> so yeah, um, really showing that Eddie is just a complete piece of shit. Because like they're like like he had a he liked Gwen. Um, yeah, he like webs Gwen up to a Thanksgiving Day float because it's Thanksgiving parade time. Yeah, how upset um, were you to see the the, the Thanksgiving parade uh, squandered like that? I wasn't. But you're right <laughs> there. Know. That's like door parade. Eh. <laughs> eh. Eh. I don't care. Um... I cater a little more when I was a kid. I um, I did in theory until we actually watched it, and then I prompt, like on TV, and then I promptly stopped caring. I I like I knew where they actually kept the float. They kept the floats closer to where I live, like before the parade. Gotcha. So that, like getting to see that was cool. Oh yeah, but no. then like. What like I having that knowledge was cool, like the the inside knowledge of like where that shit was getting moved from, but that luster eventually wore off, and then I didn't care. Yeah. Um. I'll be. Yeah, real. and then we get the we get the Eddie speech about how we were never brothers. Our parents yeah. may have died together, but you had. An aunt and uncle to take care of you, and I, we had no one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We show and then, like, Peter's. Uh, there's also the part where Peter webs up his mouth and then Venom talks with his stomach. That's yeah, the sick st- as fuck. The stomach mouth, dude. It's such a good <laughs> bit. And then, like, I think at one point, like the, like they're both talking in unison, right? Like the yeah, the regular yeah. He, after he, he tears oh. it off. He Good turns shit. up the webbing and then Good the sentence by shit. both talking. Um, and then Peter beats him by going, "All right, I give up. Take me, I take me back, but symbiote." And the symbiote's like, "Yeah, you're Spider Man. Fuck yeah! Forget this. This guy yeah. doesn't even have powers, dude. It le- leaves so quickly. Like, not even doesn't yeah. even hesitate. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah." That is like. That is also like I think the second Venom story, ends with that thing, of Peter taking the symbiote back, which I hate honestly. It's such a weak sauce ending, but yeah, it works here at least. Um. 
we go back into Peter's mind and Simeon's like, no, you're not like <laughs> angry and sad. What's happening? It tastes bad. You don't taste good. Your emotions are all positivity. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just a nice like a note to end the season on. Yeah. Uh, and then he puts the symbiote in a bag and drops it in some cement. <laughs> yeah, like, that really seems like we're begging for it to come back, you know? <laughs> You're not wrong. Like, in the 90 show, he puts it on a space shuttle. <laughs> okay, so just recreate the original problem again. <laughs> I mean, like, with the concrete, like... How fucking long are you putting that off at best? I that don't. shit cracks, man. Yeah. And his webbing wears out after a few hours. So I don't know what. It's a bad plan. That's all I got to say. Yeah. He, need, he needed a more permanent solution there. Um, Aunt May gets to come home. We find out. She, there was a scene where she was cooking all this stuff, and it turns out she like sold the rights to a cookbook. And now she's like, oh, now I have to write another cookbook. Can I get an advance on that one, too? <laughs> she has not finished the first cookbook, but okay. Um, so they're not up. So at least they have the money to pay for her hospital bills because of her cookbook. Yeah. And then as Gwen leaving, she turns around and kisses Peter and then runs away. And Good shit. Top two. Top. <laughs> I... Yeah. She does the thing. Yeah. She ki- she kisses the boy, the dumb, the, the dumb, stupid dumb ass boy. Boy. <laughs> God, boys are so dumb. Jesus. He's very Look, this one in particular. Very dumb. <laughs> Very thick. Teenage boys are dumb, but this one is dumb. (laughs) Damn. Uh, And that's the end of the season. Yeah. What a good, what a good show. I'm so pumped for season two. Yeah, man. It's just, it's just a good, good version of Spider-Man. Like they just. It's such a nice it, balance. It, it uh, it does a good job, like breaking down the characters into good bits. It does the relationship drama well. Like it's just compelling, and like it, the action is good because the the character designs are simple enough that they they focus on movement and stuff. So yeah, like, the action is animates well, and like the, I mean the fights have all been. Very good, like very yeah. very dynamic. Nothing too, uh, mm-hmm. for the most part, like nothing I, yeah. too wimpy. Yeah, I mean, I do think like the Sinister Six fight is the probably the best fight. Oh, because oh, there's just easily. so much going on. Easily, dude, it was so long. It was so yeah. it was such a chunky, beefy fight. And like that, the show can nail that, like a a long fight where Peter doesn't talk at all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
it's so good. Didn't mention, but, uh, but yeah, I was I was so stoked watching the show. Like, man, this show's really good. And then like its version <laughs> of Venom is so good. Hell yeah! Like, as far as Eddie Brock Venoms go, this is this is top tier. Honestly, um, I, I, it's before that. Yeah, it has to be before that fight. Uh, when they're when the Sinister Six is in the restaurant, they're all. Oh right! Bickering. After their first encounter with him, and they're all like, "Fucking!" They're like individual things are are cropping up, and they all have to say their their thing. Yeah, like Sandman has to say, "I just wanted a big score. I don't care about revenge." But at the <laughs> at the end of that, when the fucking Doc Ock has the audacity to be like, "Check." Check please, <laughs> and the person comes up. They're like, "Ah, it's it's on the house." He's like, "Oh, thanks. Also, good decision. Like, come on, like, come on. How kind? Super- also wise. Yeah. Like, what? Being a supervillain <laughs> means you can't just like like pay a check. Come on, you're better than that. I mean, they did also trash the place, so well, that's different. They're gonna cover that one." Look, they're they're fresh out of jail. They don't have the money to pay for it. I I feel like they have. The, I feel like at least one of them has the money. They could like they could have gotten Hammerhead to give them some cash. Could they for have it. just hit a bank on the way over? <laughs> My problem is I don't care about the macro crimes. But come on, at least tip the server. Did they tip the server? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. They're super villains, Ben. Super villains. Uh... See that just I'm now I just always look I'm sorry I'm flashing back to a scene from yeah. the Justice League cartoon sure when the flash is in through a body swap is in Lex Luthor's body and he's walking out of the bathroom and dude's like you going to wash your hands and the flash in a moment thinking ahead genius goes no cuz I'm evil <laughs> To accurately portray Lex Luthor. <laughs> See, <laughs> I like it makes me think in the opposite direction. Like on the on the grounds of like these petty crimes and stuff. But then you also have I think it's a I think it's a Key and Peele sketch, or maybe they were just involved in it and it was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But like super villain mm-hmm. convention where they're like presenting their ideas. And it's all like this bullshit, you know, like, oh, my my invention changes all of the world's fucking white bread into cement or something just stupid <laughs> as hell. And then one dude comes up and he's like, I invented a uh, mass, I forget what it is, like a mass something something like child molesting robot. Like uh-huh. just something truly horrible. And it's like all the other villains are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just make a laser that turns What's the grass purple you? like everyone else. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Venom is so respectable. Just a pure hatred. Yeah, God, he just it. hates Peter Parker. He fucking hates Peter Parker. I mean, like, even, uh, like, it, hating Spider-Man is, like, whatever. I can understand <laughs> hating Peter Parker. He's a piece of shit. God. He's got all this, you know, his life's not that bad, but he's going to whine about it. <laughs> his life isn't bad at all. Yeah, fucking boo <laughs> Three hotties rolling up to me. <laughs> Fuck. 
I'm just so smart and physically capable. Me. Boo-hoo, my parents mm. died, and my surrogate father died. She needs to move on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was watching me. Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which is the animated series Batman movie, and there's a scene in that in which Batman is like, crying in front of his parents graves apologizing for not wanting to be batman anymore because he's happy <laughs> i mean yeah he's like i'm sorry i didn't think i'd ever find happiness i know i promised but <laughs> so it's so good <laughs> is there i'm i'm going to put the the caveat of having it not continue after the storyline ends but are there like any any stories of like a hero even possibly a one-off one just being like i'm out for some reason oh yeah classic that's a that's a classic spider-man story spider-man no more he throws this it's like there's a panel of him walking away and the spider-man suit is in a garbage can in an alley but is he done does it end there I mean, he becomes Spider-Man again. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, are there any oh. things that have, like, even if it's just a shitty, like, one-off hero that's not, like, Iron Man or I Superman mean, Peter Parker stopped being Spider-Man for a long time because he thought he was a clone. So he moves across the country with Mary Jane to, and Ben Riley becomes Spider-Man. Oh, see, for, like, all I'm... a year and a half. See, this is why this is why I'm curious because I know there's so much shit like I don't know, with it, it seems like fucking any and every superhero like oh, this person is not like uh uh You want wow, a character that actually didn't come back? Is that what you want? Yeah, like of their own choice. Like instead of like, oh, I'm passing the Captain America mantle on to whoever. Like it does obviously. There's, I mean, you know, parallel universes and shit. But yeah. like, is there? Well, a like, story I mean, there where... there are other examples of characters that quit of their own volition that also came back. I also know know yeah. that. Like, I mean, um, I understand why there like, wouldn't be many. Like Cyclops, like there was a part where he just him and Madeline Pryor just like went to fuck off, and then eventually got brought back by different writers. Um. Yeah, so the X Men. Often, maybe I'll hunt for this. Um, I mean, I well, know yeah, like, like they, big I brands. Know. It's not gonna. Well, yeah, characters. no, not even brands, but like, is there a a a branch of like again for an example, Captain America? Is there a branch of Captain America where he just is like done and happy, and that's it? I mean, there's the there's the alternate universe. I forget what it was called, but it's like the to the future where Peter Parker and Mary Jane's child lived and grew up, and like Peter's like retired as Spider Man, and then it's about his daughter being Spider Girl. God damn it! They had me in the first half. <laughs> I mean, that's still that stuff is still interesting. Don't get me wrong. I'm just uh, yeah, just thinking about the because it would be you uh-huh. know there's the potential for like a nice complete story there. There's whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow, which is like the an end story for Silver Age Superman. 
where at the end of it he just grows a mustache to live with Lois. And it's done. They don't like they don't yep. pick up. Yeah, because it's because it's like the end of that era of Superman story. Like it then it's like a whole new continuity. Really, yeah, see there stuff, you go. So. That's that's the that's the, the shit yeah. that's on top of That's the one that has the intro that's like, this is an imaginary story, but really, aren't they all? Oh. <laughs> well, because that, that was a time when the, the Silver Age they would like they would do like the wildest shit, yeah, or whatever they would do whatever they wanted, but they would brand it as this is an imaginary story. Garfield in <laughs> denial. <laughs> okay, uh, that's an Alan Moore story. Whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow? Gotcha. Um. I mean, there's Batman Beyond where Bruce Wayne quit being Batman. And then yeah, he's an but old it's man. see, I I want the I want the the superhero to also end there, and like they're just Which, like, stories about never them doing happens. nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there you go. I just want <laughs> I, I want you know what I want slice of life <laughs> superheroes. Um. Yeah, I don't know about slice of life retired superheroes. Oh, God, it'd be so good. Just super, just old ass Spider Man, and like you know, it's a, it's like the. What do they call them? Like just events, like just a big event, like a crossover. Like you have to read like fourteen different issues across like thirteen different series to get the full story. Uh-huh. But instead of like. A supervillain, it's them like meeting up to play golf. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you get the birdie on hole six, tune into Superman number 672 to find out. I'm there for it. That's the that's the continuity I want. That's the crossover event that I'm here for. Okay. They're ignoring markets. I mean, the, They're ignoring demographics. The closest, the closest to to slice of life is that Spider Man loves Mary Jane story, since that's like about Mary Jane. Yeah. Spider Man occasionally is in it, but yeah. Well, and like part of her early plot, it's like she's Mary Jane decides I'm gonna ask Spider Man to prom. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm. I mean, out of anybody who could, it's her, based on what I've seen from the the cartoon. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a that version of MJ is pretty different, but yeah, yeah. No, oh, I just I it's it's so fun because there's so many fucking comics. As it turns out, that mm-hmm. like I can have a dumb idea, and there is at least a seventy percent chance that that dumb idea already <laughs> exists in like a two yeah. billion issue run. Look, I was just reading about Batman Year Two, which is a comic book in which Batman decides the only way he can beat the killer is by pulling out the gun that was used to kill his parents, (laughs) which he has for some reason. That's a little (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) And then he teams up with the man who killed his parents. I don't like that. Who also kills people right in front of him, and he's like, Joe, 
That wasn't that, that wasn't very nice. Ugh. <laughs> that sounds no no it's, good. It's fucking. It's sounds fucking like something like, I don't want to watch. Or read. I mean, it was like it was like. It's not like a story. It's like pr purposely being edgy, <laughs> or whatever. It's like Batman can be any. It's like after a continuity reset or something, uh, and they're like Batman can be anything. He can be a guy who uses a gun. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is this story that should not have happened, but it exists. I mean, giving there's the panel of Bruce Wayne pulling out. This is it. The only way. The gun that killed my parents. <laughs> I mean, God. <laughs> Just imagining, like, a, a fucking attempt at, like, a, uh, like, Spider-Man PS4 game, but it's Batman, but they fuck it up, like, Shadow the Hedgehog, and he just pulls out, like, a shotgun. Like, just no classic Batman stuff. I mean, that's Batman not stuff. that different from Arkham Knight. <laughs> it's just his shotgun is a car. Well, hey, he's not killing them. He's just beating them to within an inch of life so that the hospital bills drive them to kill themselves. He's, he's like literally driving over them. They're not dead, dude. <laughs> also, Batman kills plenty of people in the Tim Burton movies. I mean, that Batman just kills people. Allegedly. Do that show it on screen? He, he, he tie, in Batman Returns, he like ties a bomb to a guy and throws him off a building. And then the guy explodes. You don't know what fucking... Do they show it on screen? <laughs> do they show no. the man exploding on screen? They do not show his body go blowing into bits, no. See, there you go. So he allegedly killed someone by <laughs> tying an explosive to him and th throwing him off a building. <laughs> But you don't actually have the proof. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that was the that was a surprise moment in an episode of Clone Wars for me. They like have these little these little like throwing knives that explode after being embedded in the target. I'm like, okay, that's a mm -hmm. cool concept, but they're like they're like meant to like glide underwater as well, because they're mm -hmm. in an underwater planet or whatever. And like I guess they got away with it because there was technically no gore, but like they showed three of the knives like getting embedded in uh, living entities, like characters, and they just like explode into a thing of bubbles, like on screen. I was pretty, I was pretty <laughs> fucking surprised because this was like, well, it was still kind of a kiddie show, so yeah. people just like bloop. <laughs> gone <laughs> look man it's bubbles They're yeah fine. i'm pretty I'm, I'm positive that's how they that's how they got past yeah, it yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's like some shit usually it's just like you can do all the violence you want if it's a robot that was the <laughs> i think that was the argument for was it force unleashed one of the star or maybe it was an early a very early game one of the earlier games they like just straight up lied to the whatever overarching company and said like oh the stormtroopers are robots though <laughs> and just completely fucking lied about it so you're like what? going nuts on these humans good That's stuff wild. good stuff
I just don't know how the company didn't like know or like even look into it mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. But yeah. whatever. Fun times. Fun times. Oh, did I tell you I looked up in comics how Doc Ock came back to life? Uh, you did not. Uh, he got resurrected by the ninja clan, the Hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, you that's... gotta resurrect Dr. Octopus. <laughs> this is important. It's critical. It's mission critical. <laughs> God. It happened... He was not as dead as long as I thought he was. Also, when I looked it up, because I guess they re- like the hand resurrected him in a story, and like people didn't, nobody read that story, so he didn't gotcha. get used like seriously for a while after that. <laughs> it's like why, <laughs> why though? Yeah, dude, I've been, I've been meaning to check back in at some point. I don't know. Is there like? If you're not keeping up with with comics, like on a weekly or monthly basis or whatever the hell that that comics release schedule is, like what's the every in- week comics come out? Like what's the interval? Like for for Spider Gwen, I know when we read through it, there was it wasn't finished. Or there was like a new a new series coming out or something. But well, mm, like the run. The run was the, finished. A new run. Yeah, like the writers had changed. Yeah. Is there like remember. any any semblance of an interval to check in, like at all? No, because it's usually yeah. it's usually that they, I mean, they'll usually get canceled because readership drips. Is like the normal arc for an ongoing. Yeah. Particular, like unless it's like Batman or something, or the My, Avengers. My problem is I don't really want to I don't want to keep up weekly, but I don't want to like come back and catch yeah. up and then it turns out it's not done kind of thing. And I just don't know how long that stuff. I takes. mean, you can just you can just look and see if Peep. this writing team has like if they finished their their run or whatever. Like if, if yeah. this if the next set is this one creative team and then there's another creative team or something or another numbering. Gotcha. Um, the thing is, comic books only make sense if you're following them week to week. Um, they're that's the way that that the reason comics don't make any sense when you're looking at them now is because they're built to make sense for the people who buy shit every week and see what's on the shelf. Um, yeah, that was the that's like having done that. When you're in that space, it's easy to follow. As soon as you like step away from that space, it's like impossible, and you're gonna m- miss stuff. <laughs> um, Do you think that needs to change? No, no. You don't think it's like I mean at risk needs of... to change. Well, no, not needs. I just to change, don't but... think. I just don't think. Like comics coming out every week have a. Uh, the thing is, I don't think the appetite is there to consume comics at the rate that they put comics out at a level that's that much bigger than the audience that reads them. I don't know. Gotcha. 
Like, like, cause the audience that's only like, oh, I just want like the one book that makes sense. Like, that's the person who's not gonna be buying a lot and lot of comics. So why were they like, like they're targeting their most avid readers, right? Yeah, I suppose. Um, I just uh... and like when you only make comics for to be accessible. Like, there's ways that they could be doing everything better, clearly. But um, I think it has... I don't know. I don't know. I don't... I don't... Uh, has to change. I don't I don't think so. Okay. But I also just don't... I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't I, know. I, I just asked because I saw it's coming from... There was some little report that I, I stumbled across, and it was talking about, like, how overall... Uh, you know, comic readership is like declining a little bit, at least for like, sure. I guess like trackable like sales and stuff. Mm. Is that like for Marvel and DC or like? Because I feel like comics in general is still probably pretty big, just because you know you always have. I think graphic I've, novels that kids are reading is a whole different market. Almost. Yeah, they they meant like like weekly release like. Marvel DC yeah. stuff as far as I remember I but yeah. and then they were it was kind of like their angle was in comparison like the the, the graphic novel or like the manga market is yeah. growing just because their their approach was that you know it's if you want to if I wanted to make myself miserable with one piece it would be the mm-hmm. easiest thing in the world to just start you know you start at one and you just bump from there you're totally correct. And, and that was their angle, so I was just wondering, like, you know, is that a thing that they would someday look at and, in terms of, like, oh, this is what people want, and we're going to we're gonna give them that? No, because the movies are also all interconnected. Yeah, and it's fucking They're the most miserable. popular thing it's in the miserable. world. It's the worst. I mean, but even then, it's, it's not, it's, it's easy to follow, though, right? Like it's easy well, ac- actually, my my take on it is that it's insane, <laughs> and it's amazing that those are the most popular movies in the world. Because like that continuity shit is something I personally really love. Like I was an Avengers head as a kid, but nobody, I didn't know anybody else who was an Avengers kid. Like I don't know, I like that shit, but that wasn't the shit other people liked, and now it's like the most popular thing in the world. The the big thing they they fucked up is like having like no synergy between film releases and and the comic space like yeah they never really figured out the leverage that though supposedly comic stories are better about it now but i also just think like the comic store as a thing where comics are sold is like part of their the cap on them yeah like uh, like if they were sold at like magazine racks and stores maybe people would oh dude a buy one off maybe then making one off issues would make it more sense but the other thing is like the easily the best way to read superhero comics is to get a marvel unlimited or dc <laughs> infinite subscription where you have all that shit at your fingertips either anyway so there's no reason to not lean into continuity when like the whole stories are there yeah but it's, I mean, it's like it's just hard to. It's it's just daunting because there's so much of it. Yeah, but there's yeah. always going to be so much of it. I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, and this is where the stuff with like, you know, for the, you have your, not only do you have the normal runs to worry about, but then like the crossover, like just reading Spider Gwen, I'm like, okay, like somebody died (laughs) off screen for me. Yeah. That sort of thing. Well, the way you solve that, then you read more comics. It's the only, the only, your only choice is to read more comics. <laughs> I, that's the that's the comics dark elevator. I do you go down the elevator. At the end, they say, "I guess you have no choice but to read more comics." I always have a choice. My choice has been <laughs> to not read them and instead read the dark metal, black metal. <laughs> instead, just read that and fucking metal. Dark Knight's Metal was what we read. Yeah, that's what I said. And now there's the sequel story, Dark Knight's Death Metal. We've not read yet. Yet. That's the word that worries me in that sentence. (laughs) What if... Uh, Because the thing I've heard is, Death Metal makes metal look like it's... Like a normal, coherent story. So are they approaching like the... Are they (laughs) approaching taking the same linear lineage as like from going from metal music to death metal that makes sense yeah god i mean they're just like you gotta step it up a notch doing it again Ugh. i mean i'll read it i'll be confused (laughs) but i'll fucking read it i'm bound to the i'm bound to the podcast Mm -hmm. if you come to me earnestly one day and you're like ben I I I hate to do. It's gonna hurt you more than it hurts me. We're reading Naruto. <laughs> I won't like it. Like I won't like the idea of doing it, but I'll do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the real thing there is I couldn't finish reading Naruto. I had to finish it the story through a video game because it got too bogged down. <laughs> Even in the manga form, I guess you have it. It's way more streamlined than the anime. I guess one of us just uh, cares. Look, I was reading it for like a year straight, and they were in the same battle. It was too long. Yeah, it was really, (laughs) really good coming to uh, coming to Berserk way after the fact because uh, I guess they were on a boat for like four years. They never. I mean, that story never finished, right? Uh, So far, no, and people don't know if it'll be continued or well the well the guy died <laughs> well he died but in the last like however many years he be, he's been focusing less on the on berserk and more about like setting up his own studio and like training people so um, people don't know if he was also setting them up to finish if something happened mm. yeah we'll see regardless four years on a boat is a long time people were not thrilled it's a long time I don't know what they're talking about. It's it wasn't long that time. long. I got through in like a It's day. longer than Aunt May was dead. <laughs> Aunt May was only dead for like three years, I think. Man. Maybe three and a half. Wild stuff. <laughs> I've also like, I need to look back into them at some point. Because I think, I think some good stuff has come out that I'm interested in. But I have not even remotely looked into like any newer Star Wars comics uh-huh but that's you know yeah comics are difficult oh, i read um oh go on yeah i read the uh the they put out 
another writer did a Spider Gwen miniseries, and it's not as good as the original, but I I put it on. I think I put it on our list of stuff to read for Is it the ghost the next time we do Spider Ghost Gwen thing. Oh, not Spider Gwen Gwenpool. Gwenpool is what I meant. Uh, yeah, I. There was, I think, like that. I think it was like partially started when we did that because I remember I was like hyped. Oh, okay. And I started it and immediately. I was like, "This feels different." Not that oh, it's, it's bad. It's incredibly different feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's only like a five-issue miniseries. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I just remember like. But it like, totally it doesn't. Different. It doesn't really pay off in the way it's different until. By the end, I, I was into it. Okay. But it does. Like, the first couple issues are kind of rough. Yeah. Well, especially oh. coming right hot off the trail of... Yeah, the, <laughs> the original series is, like, one of the best comics, so... Yeah. It's hard. It's, like, it's like part of the, the problem. Yeah. Uh, the other problem is that it's... Co- like, the real thing it's dealing with is that it's... A sequel to one of the best comics that was also canceled because it didn't have enough readers. <laughs> Which that original Gwenpool story, like oh, that comic was, was canceled. Oh, it was canceled because of that. Oh, yeah, because okay. it didn't have enough readers. Yeah. What are you gonna do? People just want to read Batman. People just want to watch. Loki alligator do stuff. That's I mean, the real reason I don't have faith in like more accessible comics is because like all the interesting like books about a a singular character that are more accessible like have way less readership and get canceled because <laughs> yeah. nobody's reading them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the books that sell well are fucking Batman because <laughs> it's Batman or whatever. And like, and like the events, big continuity stories, like that all is what sells. So that's why they do it. Like I've looked at sales numbers for comics and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like a comic will keep going, but like generally it goes down to like 20,000 readers. And if it dips below that, it gets canceled. So, you know what, uh, you know a comic I haven't checked in on in a hot minute? What? Saga. I yes, I think they're on... Uh, I think they got to, like, a hiatus that they're coming back from hmm. eventually. Yeah, I've, I have no idea what's going on there. Oh, well. I've also... So it goes. My... <laughs> I mean, I've yeah. The, my problem with Saga is I actually don't remember where I left off. Same. <laughs> if I if I clearly remembered where we stopped, it would be easy to get back in. But I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, my I I have mentioned a few times now how Rise of Skywalker completely reverted my my take on Star Wars in many ways. I've actually been mm-hmm. thinking about checking out some of the some of the legacy comics oh gotta read about luke hell yeah there was i mean there were a few that i had that i would read just uh when we would take like class trips to the local library and we were supposed to like pick out whatever and we could pick out like if we were getting like two books we could get like a couple comics as well and they had some star wars ones and they were just like 
haphazard, but I remember rereading, uh, I think it happened to be the first or eight. I think it was the first run of like a thing with Darth Bane and, uh, Zara, 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 Zathura, Zara, something like his apprentice, uh, and it was like the Jedi war and stuff. And I, I remember reading it like so many times. <laughs> so I've been like, you know, there was probably more after that that I could read, as it turns out. Probably. But there's a lot of comics out there. Yeah, go, go figure. <laughs> What's funny to me is like looking at the number of Venom comics that have been put out since I was like up to date on all the Venom shit and it's like almost as much as I ever read <laughs> like in like five years or something I mean time to like, oh my god time to fucking get busy bud <laughs> that's the thing that's what I need to catch up on is like there's so many comics with Venom in them that I haven't read oh my god yeah what, see, what happened see it would also help like I mean, Star Wars to an extent, but really anything. Like, if I could really latch on to a, a character. Like, Spider-Gwen is pretty fucking great. But there hasn't been anything that's hit where I'm like, I want to do a full deep dive on this. Uh-huh. My comic quest. need to find my deep dive sure. character. Yeah. C characters, it's going to be hard to do deep dives... Well, I find character deep dives hard because writers can change and you get yeah. bad writers. Like, Venom is kind of an exception to me where I like I like even bad Venom's comics. Mm -hmm. um, whereas, like, usually I find it's more productive to, like, find a writer that you're super into and, like, or an artist. <laughs> more I generally, mean... like, and, like, preferably a combo um, that you're into and, like, just read all this shit they've done oh, right. but even well, then like, like sometimes still have like their writers that's like i like i really love half their shit so <laughs> statistically speaking yeah we are in the wrong sphere of things and really i'm just like what you're telling me is that i should ditch all of, all of these weak ass comics and just read all of urasawa's shit that's what i'm hearing oh uh, yes oh uh -huh, yeah <laughs> totally yes yes just read monster man I mean, it's not a zero percent <laughs> chance. I wasn't it's short in the mood of the 20th century, boys. I wasn't in the mood bit. to watch it, but we're reading it, reading yeah. it, especially on a hypothetical 20-hour plane ride. Oh yeah, time. it's only 18 volumes. I mean, I could probably finish it by the time that traveling is done. I, also, I need you to, I to, to I read Slaughterhouse-Five. Well, I got a month to do that. That's true. Whole month. It's not, it's, not, it's not a long book. Yeah, yeah. Or comic. All right, anyway, we should end this podcast. I suppose. You know who's great? J. Jonah Jameson. What a character. What a, what a great guy. Too good. Loves Captain America. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Uh, peace.